and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back to the episode. This episode, I'll be talking about 10 switches you can make to your diet that will lower the calories you're having, but not impact, you know, the size of your meals. You'll still be eating the same size meals, just eating less calories overall, which can really help on your weight loss journey. But before we get into that, I would love to start by talking a little bit about me. (laughs) So over the past, I would say it's been almost a month now. Um, I've been really trying to focus on tightening up my diet and getting a little bit more activity in to help lean me up a little bit more prior to summer. So the reason why I'm doing this is because in summer, I usually wear a lot less clothing and tighter clothing probably as well, less jackets, you know, and I just want to feel good and confident in my clothes. So I know now is the perfect time for me to start to be able to get to my goal by the time, you know, December or even January comes when it starts to really warm up. I think summer is more so starting in January, I reckon, not December. So yes, um, so I want to go through my progress I've made over the last month. So from in week one, I dropped 200 grams in week two, I dropped 300 grams and in week three, I dropped 300 grams again. So overall, that is 800 grams I've lost in one month, which I am pretty happy with because I'm not starving myself. I'm not doing anything extreme and I am of a healthy weight to begin with. So I'm very happy with that. What I haven't done yet is my measurements. Now, I am the biggest, what's that word called, Um, where you give advice but don't take it? Oh gosh, I'm going to Google it. Honestly, the word hypocrite comes up on Google, but that's not it because I do believe it. I just don't do it. Do as I say, not as I do type of thing. Um, I always tell my clients, do your measurements because sometimes our measurements change and our weight doesn't. And especially when you do weight train like I do as well. So I need to get my lazy ass up, get myself a measuring tape and measure as well so I can track progress that way because I'm sure there will be weeks where my weight won't drop, but my measurements will. So I need to get that sorted too. But honestly, is it just me or is tape measures like so hard to find in the house? Like they just don't have a spot and they just, I don't know where they are. It could be in the garage, could be in the laundry, it could be in that drawer at the bottom of your, um, in the bottom of your kitchen that has just all random stuff in it. It could be there. I have no idea, but I will eventually find it. Otherwise I'll buy one today and start doing that because that is a true indication of change more so than anything else is your measurements over your weight because measurements are very physical, like physical changes you're making. Whereas weight, so many things impact your weight, whether you've done a bowel movement, um, whether you have had a lot of salt or a lot of water the day before, all that just contributes to the number on the scales. And this is why it's so important to make sure you track your progress accurately. Um, So yeah, I'm glad I've made changes on the scale side of things. I just need to start doing the measurements. And I think what I'll do is I'll keep you guys updated on this podcast on how, how I'm going. And I don't really have a goal to get to. It's just sort of until I like the way 
that I look. I do have sort of, I suppose I do have a sort of goal in my mind. And the only reason I know of this goal um, is because when I did my bikini comp, um, the weight, not the weight I got to, but when I started to gain the weight back, I got to this certain weight and I'm like, wow, I really like the way I look um, at this weight. Um, it was about five kilos heavier than my comp weight. There's no way I'd get to that weight because I was literally starving myself then. Um, and it's about probably like four kilos lighter than I am now, but honestly, it just depends. <clears throat> it really depends on, uh, how restrictive I have to be to get there. And I don't want to be too restrictive. I just want to lean up a little bit and that's sort of my goal, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so what have I done over the past month? It's been about a month or three weeks, I would say. Um, number one, hang on, I'll go get my notes up. Here we are. Okay. So the number one thing that I've been doing is, um, as long as I say number one, the first thing I should say. So in the morning, I have two pieces of toast with eggs on top. Sorry, you can hear my robo back in the back background. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have two eggs on two pieces of toast. Now, usually, so what I've been doing is hard boiling the eggs and then putting them on toast. But I usually put butter on my toast as well, just because I love butter. Um and I've cut that out. So the first time I did, I'm like, this is going to taste like shit. I'm not going to like it or it's not going to be as good. Honestly, it didn't make a big difference. So what I do is I hard boil the eggs and I just smash them on top of my toast. And that's what I have for breakfast. Um, what I've also been doing is being really strict on my snacks. So at the moment I am having Greek yogurt and fruit. And sometimes I'll have a, like one of those cheese stringers. Um, I probably wouldn't have all three in one day. Uh, but it just depends on how hungry I am. I've also been really strict on the amount of lollies I've had. Now, I know this sounds silly, but in my house, we use like lollies are the only snack, like fun snack we have in the house. We don't have any chips. We don't have chocolate. There's nothing else. It's just lollies. And that's because my husband uses lollies as a pre-workout snack before he trains. And I need to get them out of the pantry because every time I go in there, I see them and I'm like, oh, I'll just grab two. Oh, I'll just grab two snakes. And um, over the week, I've probably had like, a fair bit of lollies. So that's something I've been really trying to be strict on. I've kind of hidden them in the pantry. So just my husband will see them and get them rather than me because I don't want to be having them all the time. Um, so that's the next switch I've made. Um, with my lunches and my dinners. So with my lunches, I buy pre-made meals from just wherever, as long as they hit my calories and protein requirements. So what I look for is around a 400 calorie meal, definitely no more than 500 and at least 20 grams of protein. But if they're closer to 30, that's even better. And then for dinners, um, when I cook my greens, so just say for dinner this week, I'm having salmon and vegetables. So instead of cooking my vegetables in extra virgin olive oil, because usually I put about a tablespoon of that in just because I like it and I wasn't really focused on my calories prior. But when I work with clients, I always tell them to switch to the spray. So I've switched to the spray now that I'm trying to lean up a little bit as well. Um, and that's, yeah, that would save like 120 calories per meal per day, I should say. Um, so that is another really good switch I've made. Also alcohols. So I would occasionally dabble in the glass of wine throughout the week. And then on the weekends, I've been a little bit more focused on my alcohol intake um, and being conscious and only having alcohol when it's truly worth it to me and when I feel like I need it. Um, and then when I go out for dinner, I'm even more mindful of what I'm having 
and my fullness cues and really focusing on stopping when I am full and really focusing on how I'm feeling before the meal and picking a meal based on that. So just say I'm going and I'm starving. I will pick something that is a little bit more filling, but if I'm not hungry, I will pick a more lighter option. But also I just make sure I am also making sure I'm not getting to my dinner hungry and that I am having something beforehand to prevent that from happening um, most times as well. But I haven't really cut down on the amount of times I'm going out for dinner. It's about the same. Um, It's just being very like a lot more conscious. So those are the switches I've made with my food. I've also been strict on calorie tracking my food. So I've set myself a calorie limit to stick with. And each day I am sticking with that to a T. Um, the days I go out for dinner, I have no idea because I know I know how to pick the best option off the menu. But at the end of the day, I don't know what's in the food. So um, I don't really track those meals. But what I do track is what I have throughout the day and making sure I'm hitting my, hitting my calorie target I set for myself that I think is realistic number one two not too low and three I'm gonna not be starving all the time because that's no fun either so that's how that's going so far I do expect maybe in a little while it's going to get a lot harder and I may have to cut down on something else or I may have to increase my activity level we'll see um, I don't know until I, I get there because I've only ever really lost weight for my bikini comp and when I did that I was strict to a T to a T so it'd be very interesting to see how it goes this time around um for me so that is what I've been up to lately I have oh my god that's my dog banging on the door so um just a side note I had before I started this podcast I had breakfast and I had my two slices of toast with eggs on top and I am a sook and don't eat the crust just because I don't like it um so I've got like half a piece of crust left on my toast and she knows it's sitting there and she knows it's for her so she's banging on the door wanting to come in and eat it but I'm trying not to give it to her because she's getting so spoiled with that and she just assumes that as soon as I eat she gets whatever I want I mean I've trained her like that but it's getting a bit ridiculous now that she's banging on the door my goodness anyway this weekend I'm seeing the Barbie movie I am so excited to see it last week I saw or no two weeks ago I saw Oppenheimer and then this week I'm seeing Barbie. I'm going to Graysland on Saturday as well. I'm super like looking forward to that. Oh my God. She's barking at me for my piece of toast. Jesus. What have I, cr- I've created a monster. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to Graysland, which is like, um, how do I explain it? The only way I explain it is if you're in Brisbane, you know, Eat Street. Um, if you've been to Brisbane or live in Brisbane, you'll know Eat Street. It's similar to that, but in Melbourne. And um, yeah, apparently it's really good. Lots of different vendors that you can purchase food from. So what I've done, what I'm going to do is really look at all the options that are there for me um, and then decide, okay, what's it worth it to me? What's going to be a good choice? What's going to be a, a healthy choice for me? I'm not going to eat a little bit of everything and just overdo it. It's just not not aligned with my goals at the moment. Um, and like prior to that, so I have a lunch for, um, yeah, it's in Barwon Heads. Um, so we've got a birthday lunch and even then I'm going to be conscious of what I order because I know not long after that I'm going to Graysland. So I just need to be conscious of balancing the two. So as you can see, I'm really not limiting myself with when I'm going out. I'm just going to be really conscious of what I order and the alcohol intake. All right, getting into today's episode. So 10 switches you can make to cut down calories without cutting down the size of your meals. Okay, so number one, coffee. So if you 
like to have a latte from a barista, a large latte with full cream milk, you're looking at 160 calories. Okay, I just looked it up again. Another one saying 190 calories. We're just going to say 150 to 200 calories for a full cream latte. Okay, now if you're having two of them a day, especially I know people that go into the office, they end up going to work meetings and things like that where they all have coffees and things. You're looking at around 400, up to 400 calories of just coffee. Now, this is a switch I think you need to make if you're wanting to cut down on the amount of calories you're having and have a black coffee. You will get used to it. Now, what I recommend is if at your work you've got like a pod machine, use a pod. That would make a huge difference. Um, if you go into a cafe and go into like a bougie cafe, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but look for a batch brew coffee or a filtered coffee because they are so much smoother than a long black. I would never order a long black at a, at a coffee house. Um, a coffee house? What the hell am I American? Where did that come from? Wow. When you start talking to a, a microphone, weird, weird words come out of your mouth. Um, but at a, um, a cafe, oh my God, I can't believe I said coffee house. Oh my God, that's so cringe. Um, yeah, so I would never order um, a long black there because they taste so bitter and so gross. But if they have batch brew, I would get that. Otherwise, if I really wanted to get one, I would get a soy latte or an almond milk latte, a little bit lower in calories or a skim latte to cut down. But ideally, you know, if you are really wanting to make change, you're wanting to be conscious, you've got to make some sacrifices here and there. And I would never tell someone to cut out coffee altogether, but switching to these types of coffees can be a great alternative. All right. The second switch you can make to cut down on the calories is your potatoes. Um, now, I'm going to go per 100 grams, easiest way. I know not many people would have 100 grams of potatoes. You probably have a lot more than that. Um, but just say you had normal white potatoes per 100 grams, that's 125 calories. If you have sweet potatoes, it's 108 calories. But if you have the spud light potatoes, which you can get from Coles or Woolies in bags next to the potato section for 50 calories per 100 grams, that's half or over um, over half the amount cut down. So that is a really good switch. I now buy the spud light potatoes if I'm having potatoes with my dinner. Um, a lot lower in calories and nice and filling too. So it's a really good switch. The third recommendation I have to cut down on is olive oil or oil that you cook with, which is what I just mentioned before. So if you are putting a tablespoon in your lunch and then in your dinner, it's 120 calories per tablespoon. So that's 240 calories you're having in the day of just oil. So by cutting that down to spray extra virgin olive oil, you're really cutting that right down to just a couple of calories. Um, it's not calorie free because it's still oil being sprayed out, but is a heck of a lot less. Like you'd be looking at less than 10 calories if you were to lightly spray the pan. Um, that is what I would recommend. If you find your meal needs a little bit more lubrication, then I'd recommend adding in, this sounds weird, water. That just helps um, with keep keeping the, I don't know, the, like if you're cooking chicken, it keeps it a little bit more juicy. So that sort of thing. The fourth recommendation I would tell you to change is your yogurt. Now, if you are my client, you know you're already having the Chobani or GoPro yogurts, but if you're not my client, you might not be. So let me go through, a lot of people go for Greek yogurt, obviously, because it's better. But then people end up getting things like Jelna, okay, or Yelna. I don't know how to say it. 
Um, and that one is per 100 grams, 128 calories and 3.8 grams of protein. However, if you were to get the Chobani yogurt per 100 grams, that's 55 calories and 9.3 grams of protein. So it's way higher in protein and over half, you know, lost in calories, which is fantastic. So that is another good option. Um, and honestly, I think yogurt is a really good snack to have throughout the day or even have with your breakfast to help bump up your protein content for the day. So if you're going to have yogurt, you may as well do it right and get the best one you can for your goals. The next is your mince meat. Now, if you were to have regular mints, I know it's cheaper, but that is 230 calories per 100 grams and 16 grams of protein and 18 grams of fat. If you were to have the extra lean beef mints, it's 130 calories. That's 100 calories less than your regular mints. 20 grams of protein, so you get four extra grams of protein and only five grams of fat. So that is fantastic. Remember the fat in beef is saturated fat, so it's not very good for heart health. So by reducing that um, down to the extra lean beef, you are making a good choice, not only for the calorie intake and your goals, but also for your heart health as well um, by lowering your saturated fat intake. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, and you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program. And by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. All right, so the sixth recommendation I have for you is your wraps. So with your wraps, what I'd recommend is switching from a mission whole grain wrap, which I know a lot of people get, or any type of whole grain wrap. Obviously, it's really good for your gut health to have lots of different grains into your diet. But if you switch to one of the low-carb wraps, which honestly don't taste too much different, you are saving yourself over 100 calories. So the wraps that are like the whole grain wraps are usually over 200 calories, around 210 calories. Whereas if you switch to just say the mission low carb wrap it's 130 calories. So you're saving yourself 100 calories there. Um, also the Woolworths 25% lower protein, uh, sorry, lower carbohydrate, higher protein wraps are also a great option um, and even lower in calories. You can also get those, uh, what are they called? Oh my gosh. They rip those wraps. You know what I'm talking about if you're in Australia. You know those wraps that rip. Mountain bread, that's it. You know, those are even lighter in calories, but they rip and they're a pain in the butt to eat because they are just so flimsy. Um, I wouldn't even bother with them, to be honest, because they annoy me so much. (laughs) All right, the sixth, no, the seventh 
um, recommendation I would recommend you make is switching from chicken to turkey. Now, I'm not saying you have to do this. It's honestly not a huge difference. But if you are wanting to change up the variety in your protein sources, you can change from chicken to turkey for something different. Um, you know, having chicken is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I just want to make that clear. It's not like, oh my God, chicken is a bad decision. It's not, it's a great decision to make. Um, just Turkey is just a little bit better on the calories. So chicken per 100 grams is 165 calories. Whereas Turkey per 100 grams is 104 calories. So I usually just give chicken to my clients because I calorie count their meals for them. So I know that it's still going to be within their calorie range. But if you're one who has no idea how to calorie count or what to do in that situation, maybe just switching to turkey can be that really easy switch you can make without having to worry about it. All right, the eighth recommendation I have is alcohol. So my goodness, doesn't alcohol add up in calories? Um, I do have some recommendations, which I always give my clients. So when it comes to wine, 120 calories per glass for like a red or a white wine, whereas a champagne is about 80 to 90 calories. So that is a bit of a lower calorie option. Now that I think about it, I mean, I don't, I've never worked as a, um, like behind a bar or anything like that, or any type of hospitality I've never worked in, but I swear champagne comes in a smaller glass, right? So that would be why it's lower calorie because, you know, it's per glass you're calculating and champagne pours into a lower, a smaller glass. Um, let me know because that's what I think. I think that's why it's lower in, um, calories. I think because it gets served in a smaller glass. Now, one of my clients yesterday told me about this wine. One sec, I'm just going to get it up on Google. All right. I found it. So she told me about this champagne and it's 65 calories per glass yet per serve. Oh, wait, no. 65 fewer than 65 calories per serve. That's what it says. What does that mean? 65 fewer than 65 calories per serve. Does that mean it's 65 calories per serve? I don't know, but we'll, we'll just assume 65 calories per serve, which is fantastic. So it's called the Yellow Glen Light Sparkling. Now it is only $7.30 per bottle. What an absolute bargain. I haven't had it before, so I don't know how it tastes, but my client is adamant that it tastes good. So we'll just go by what she says and say it does taste good and that it is worth your while if you're wanting to have a few glasses of champagne. Um, that is a really great switch and it's still 6% alcohol. That's fantastic. All right, I did a little bit more Googling and I found they've also got a rosé for the same amount of calories and a sparkling red. You're not going to get like your Shirazes and Cab Savs and that sorts of thing. But if you were going to someone's house and um, you want to take a bottle of wine, but you don't want to, you know, um, have too many calories of wine. I mean, it is a $7.30 bottle. I'm sure if you have really nice people that you hang out with, they won't mind, but um, maybe just try it before you take it because we're just going off one client's recommendation here. Um, and I just want to make sure it is going to taste good. So maybe I'll get that next time I do end up buying a bottle and just see how that goes. But 65 calories per glass is amazing. So, you know, if you had two, you could have two glasses for the price of one, if you were to have a normal, normal glass of just, you know, wine, for example. So that is that recommendation. Now with your spirits, um, what I recommend is always getting diet soft drink or sparkling water, sparkling water, soda water. 
um, that sort of thing. Now, tonic water and your regular soft drink obviously has calories in it. You can get light tonic water if you are wanting to have it at home. You can definitely get that from the supermarket. But if you're out and you want to have a G&T, like obviously that's still fine. They are lower calorie than your soft drink. But you can always make those better choices with having soda water just to cut down that little bit more. Or maybe like if you're having a couple, you have one G&T and then one G, G and soda, um, that sort of thing. Like, Or if you want to have whiskey, I just have a feeling that no one that will be listening to my podcast will be a whiskey drinker. But if you are, you know, getting the soft drink that's diet, like Diet Cokes with it would be a better idea. Um, and then with your beers. So with your beers... Um, you can get so many low carb beers now. There's so many on offer and there's some you can get for well under 120 calories per bottle. So look out for them and make the best choice you can for your goals. I think it's also important to note because I know a lot of people do this. Switching from a cocktail to a mocktail usually isn't a whole lot different. Like you may as well just get the cocktail and enjoy it unless you're just wanting to cut down alcohol for other reasons. Obviously, you get the mocktail, but if you're doing it for a calorie perspective and also to save, um, you know, to improve your weight loss goals, um, improve your weight loss journey, you know, you're not, it's not going to be much different. So you may as well just get the alcoholic one, unfortunately. Um, so that is something else to keep in mind. Um, all right. My next recommendation, number nine is milks. So if you're having a full cream milk, that is 62 calories per 100 mils. Whereas if you have skim milk, you're cutting down half that amount and you're having 36 calories per 100 mils. Obviously, when it comes to milks, it's most likely you're having these in coffees. So it sort of refers back to to what I mentioned in number one, which was to reduce your, your milky coffees um, to black coffees. But if you're having milks for other reasons, for example, in cereals, um, in making mashed potato, what else do people use milk for? I never use milk, so I've got no idea what people, what else milk is used for. Um, I don't know what else. But if you are using it for something else, switch to a skim. Now, if you're wanting a plant-based milk, almond is the lowest. It also tastes the worst. Oat milk is the highest. That one tastes the best. Um, and then soy is in the middle there. Now, my final switch I recommend you make is so obvious. And if you're not already doing this, start um and i'm sure most of you listening to this by now would have switched to a no sugar soft drink if you're having soft drink if you were having cans of full full sugar or as a client used to say i have full strength coke i loved that i thought it was so funny um instead of you know when she said she has full sugar coke switch to no sugar okay now you shouldn't be having soft drink that much that you know it's going to negatively impact your health um, by having so much artificial sweeteners. But if you're having once in a blue moon, having a soft drink, just have a no sugar one. Um, I don't have soft drink very often, maybe once, I don't know, a month maybe. And if I do, I'm switching to a no sugar option because why would I have one with sugar? It tastes the same to me. I mean, I haven't had a sugar one in so long. I wouldn't even know if it does taste the same, but from what I've heard from others, it's not much different. And people who claim they're different, maybe has too much soft drink in their diet to notice the difference. So switch out your your soft drink. You're having to no sugar. You don't need the sugar. You don't need the extra calories. And if you're on a weight loss journey, you've got to make these switches if you want to improve your, your, your goals with getting to where you want to go. So they are all my recommendations for the week. So quickly, um, I will recap all 10 of them. One, switch your coffee. 
two black, two, switch your potatoes to spud light potatoes, number three, switch your pouring oil to spray extra virgin olive oil, number four, switch your yogurt to a high protein Greek yogurt like Chobani or Yopro, number five, switch your minced meat from regular minced meat to extra lean beef mince, to number six, switch your wraps to from a mission like whole grain wrap to a low carb wrap, number seven, switch your chicken to turkey, number eight, make those better alcohol switches, Number nine, switch from full cream to skim milk or a plant-based milk. And number 10 is switch your soft drink to a no-sugar soft drink. Now, I wanted to read a message that I got from a client that used to work with me. So she sent me this. The money I invested with you has really paid off. The mindset was the hardest and you trained me how to overcome those thoughts. Even though I didn't use them at the time, I've taken it away and use it now. So thanks a million, beautiful XX. So at the time she was really struggling with her mindset. I gave her all the tips um, she needed and she definitely implemented them at the time. Like she did work on them, but it does take a long time for some people to really make change depending on where they're starting at. Um, and this client just messaged me also saying that she is 3.7 kilograms down all on her own, all on her own in three weeks. Um, and she's very proud of that. And um she feels like she's actually overcome her bad habits. So I'm really proud of her and the efforts that she's made. Weight loss journeys are never linear. You are changing lifelong habits. So if you think you can do it in a couple of months and just keep it off, especially if you're starting from, you know, you know, the very beginning, it's going to be hard work. You have to work, like give it everything to be able to see change. Um, and that's why working with a coach can be so helpful because they are there right beside you. They're giving you all the tips you need to help you all the guidance you need. Um, And then you've got this knowledge for the rest of your life. Like once you know this stuff, whether you are not in the mindset at the time or you are, you know this for future. And you don't need to be, you know, investing in the next program or the next thing or the next diet because you know what you need to do. You just need to do it once you have the knowledge. And having a coach can also help, you know, keep you accountable to that um, until it becomes more of an ingrained habit. But just say you have moments or months where, you know, you really slack off, you go back to old habits, you then have that knowledge to be able to restart again and get back into it. I think the most important thing is if you do have months where you slack off, you just got to get back into it. And you've got to, you've, if you want to achieve your goals, you have to find a way to pick yourself up, get back into your routine and um, get into the... Um, rhythm of things of what you're once doing because it is worth it and you know it might take you two years of falling back off track and then getting back on track but if it takes that long before those habits really cement it's totally totally worth it so keep moving forward and keep pushing yourself if you're wanting a coach and someone to really help and guide you or if you're a past client and thinking I just need that accountability um, with you again reach out to me so we can book in and get you into the swing of things again uh, I hope you've all ha- enjoyed this episode and I will chat to you next week. Bye-bye.